Welcome back to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me, as always, is Mandy. Say hi, Mandy. Hello, hello. Hello. And uh, I don't know about you, but it's getting to it's getting to start be a little bit springy out there. A little little bit warm, a little bit moist, a little bit green. Well, little green not, like the grass. Well, not not moist because we live in Texas. Oh, I mean, it's still kind of moist out there. In the, in the when, morning, it's when, moist for like was, ten minutes. When was the last time it rained? I, it's Texas. It doesn't rain. Yeah, exactly. What is this rain you talk of? Exactly. But no, uh, there are places that receive rain, and uh, they have issues with uh, very large fronds of of, uh, of ground cover. Uh, perhaps we should find out what's going on in the tall grass. Uh? Uh? <laughs> I see what you Because that's what there. we're going to be watching today. We're going to be watching 2019's In the Tall Grass. Uh, that one is... Uh, we're actually going to be able to check that one out on Netflix. Uh, this It's been on Netflix for a while. Yeah. Um, this is kind of a strange feeling for me for a couple of different reasons. Um, I love reading audiobooks. I love listening to audiobooks and doing some other stuff at the same time. Mm -hmm. and the way that I, I came into doing that was uh, we had a family friend who did dog grooming out of her house. But my, you know, she didn't want to charge us what she would charge normal people. But she also didn't like, she was like one of those people like my, my family and, and them were such good friends that they didn't want to be like, here's the money that we owe you for taking care of our dog. It was, hey, you know what? Have your son mow my lawn. And I was like, okay, this is cool because it's a tiny lawn compared to, you know, like my parents old lawn. Jesus. That place was freaking ridiculous. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I would mow this, the lawn. It'd take about an hour. Uh, and I would get really bored. Uh, so one day she introduced me to audio tapes, uh, audio books on tape, because mm -hmm. this is how long ago that was. Mm -hmm. uh, first, you, you still listen to books on tape. Oh, yeah, it, I, I still It do. has nothing to do with time. Uh, but uh, she, uh, first one had something to do with uh, Mount Sinai. It was, it was a weird thing. Second one was The Hobbit. And the third one was actually we went to Half Price Books uh, and out in one of their like restocking areas where they were selling stuff. It was seven ninety eight. My copy of uh, Blood and Smoke, which was a audiobook only release by Stephen King. Oh, so he had three uh, generic stories, uh, or not generic, uh, short stories that were read by him uh, and then released in this little cassette tape uh, that opens up like a, a cigarette pack. Uh, it was Cute. lunch at the Gotham Cafe, fourteen oh eight, and um. God, was it something about in the death room? Was the last one. Oh, okay. I listened to the hell out of those things. So, the fact that I mowed the lawn to Stephen King, and now we're watching a movie about a killer lawn from Stephen King and Joe Hill. So, <laughs> Mostly Joe Hill. It is. It is very much Joe Hill. Now I've I've gone through this one's short story, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of happened here. What's what's going to be different because this was a really short. Like, it says novella. Like, they keep saying novella. I'm like, a novella? I don't know if it's novella length. It's... Anything... Like, I think novella is anything below 400 pages. It was not... I don't... It, this was short story length. It was a story about a, a couple who go into a, a very tall field and get the lost. horrible things that happen there. <laughs> and yes. get lost. So it'll be interesting to see what, uh, what happens here now because we have uh, a veteran... Uh, kind of horror guy, guy who does uh, actually kind of well-paced horror, uh, directing and writing it. We got uh, Vincenzo Natale. Uh, some of y'all right, might recognize him as the guy who did Splice, um, that one with uh, oh, Adrian Brody. We, we don't and talk about Splice. Did the horrible things to the yeah. 
Uh, I remember him though because didn't we go on a date whenever that yes, movie first came out? Yes, we did. We watched out, that movie, and, and all of us felt like we felt super awkward. And it was just weird. It, it at the was very end. yeah. I was like, there's a whole lot of sexy times happening, and I'm on a date. And uh, well, uh, my not... issue was it was a whole lot of sexy times that end in like people getting stabbed in the neck. Yeah, I was there's like, a lot uh... of penetration in this, and not all the it's good. <laughs> not all good penetration. And it's got Adrian Brody, and you don't want to be thinking about sexy times, and then Adrian Brody's gigantic nose oh, just kind of busts like, in. I like Adrian Brody. Uh, I think uh, he's handsome, whatever. but that's still it was just awkward. Like anyway. it was, it was just awkward. But Vincenzo Natale also did uh, 2002 Cipher, uh, but I know him from doing Cube. Yeah, the, you uh, like the Canadian that movie. Uh, <laughs> I love that movie. And this one is, as I uh, stated, this is the, uh, the 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 family work of Stephen King and Joe Hill working together. Uh, going ahead and putting this out there. Uh, not released to a lot of fanfare. I remember this, but this might have been because it was the very very beginning of um, the Koof coming through on people. Yeah, yeah. So I think they might have chucked it in. There. I watched it already. I don't know if I told you that already. <gasps> I can't How remember. dare! I watched it before the when whenever it first came out. I wanted to watch this one only in see. I I think when it came out, it was like the middle of stuff, and I was like, I didn't want to do it. And then it was winter time again, and I'm like, if it's gonna be in the tall grass, I need to have mowed the lawn at least once. <laughs> You're so like, weird. It's, it's weird. Like You're so weird like, with your themed movies. I, like if I'm gonna be watching uh, something about. You know, a whole lot of grass. I need to have A, mowed the grass, and B, I, I don't know, I want to watch Summer Pitch for some reason. Uh. Uh, and maybe listen to Bag of Bones, but that's because that one had a lot of weird stuff in it, too. So starring in this movie is actually Layla. I think it's supposed to be Layla. Okay. La- Layla? Anyways. I copied and pasted. Okay. So Layla de Oliveira, that's um. what we'll say her name is. Uh, she's actually in Lock and Key. Um, she's in, in the full version of the Code 8 movie where uh, the guy is like a super-powered person, but they don't like him. And then, like, it's humanity is, like, holding people back with superpowers. Uh, and he's, like, an electrician. And he turns oh! out to be super-powerful. Yeah, it, started that, like, out, a... it started out as a short story. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like a short film. And then they made a full-length thing of it. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. Uh, it's also got, uh, she was in an American Girl movie. Uh, Leah to the Rescue. Cute. Yeah, so uh, apparently they're making a shit ton of American Girl movies. And we have my one of my favorite actors, Patrick Wilson. He of the fleshy lips. You will know him from uh, our, The Conjuring, of course. Uh, he's also in the newer movie called Moonfall, which I actually really want to watch. Uh, and then Insidious. And he's also in uh, The Phantom of the Opera. Yep, and Watchmen. And The Watchmen. Yeah. So uh, if you have any questions about uh, what else he might have done, go ahead and check out our Conjuring episodes. Or you know what? Just reach out to me because I could tell you flat you out. You do that too, I or you could love... listen to our Conjuring episodes. I love Patrick Wilson because uh, three three was weird. Uh, a lot of people are giving three a lot of a lot of crap, but uh, and I, I think it could have been better. But it, you know, at least part of it was pretty good, and Patrick Wilson did a great job in it. I love Patrick. Was... I love Patrick Wilson. I know I said this yeah. many times, but I do. <laughs> Uh, we also got Rachel Whistlin, uh, who was in an episode of Are, Afra- Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, a movie called Monkey Warfare from 2006. Uh, she was the uh, girl named Heather from all the Total Drama, Total Drama Island, Total Drama, like, blah, 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 cartoon series. But let me read to you what Monkey Warfare is about. Monkey Warfare is about two ex-revolutionaries living underground have their lives turned upside down by a sexy young radical who goes from smashing 
switching SUVs to fighting gentrification with firebombs. I have absolutely no idea what it's about, but it looked stupid and weird. It sounds stupid and oh, weird. I can't yeah. wait for that one. Yeah, it sounds pretty dumb. Uh, there are a couple other people in this one. we got Avery uh, Witted. Is that Witted? Sure. Uh, who is from The Vanishing of Sydney Hall. We got uh, Harrison Gilbertson, who was in Upgrade, which was probably the most hardcore Blumhouse movie I've ever seen. Ah, yes. Uh, and then we got Tiffany Helm, who was in Friday the 13th, Part 5. So <laughs> not one of the fun ones. Well, Jason yeah. Takes Manhattan was the most fun. <laughs> he gets killed by toxic sewer water. Ew. Everybody gets killed by that. That was where That's the awesome. uh, we heard the clicking in the, the outside, and Dee and I were like... It's the land dolphins. And we were like, what the fuck are land dolphins? Let us explain what land dolphins are. And we just went on it for like an hour and a half. We didn't even see most of the movie at the very beginning. We had to rewind. Oh, it's like for me? Who, who are y'all talking about? Land dolphins. No, I know. But who did y'all tell that to? To each, each other? other? Yeah. Oh, y'all are so lame. We just came up with land dolphins. All right. And we just ran let's, with it. let's move on before we start going down memory highway right anyway. there. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to go ahead and check this one out again. It's on Netflix. We're going to go ahead and pause it here. You'll hear the trailer, as always, and we will see y'all in a little bit to give us, uh, give y'all uh, our thoughts. A synopsis, if you will. Yes. See you in a bit. Be right back. You know I have to end it. It has to be me. He's lost in here, too. This is nuts! It's only a feel. I'm never gonna find her. You can find things. But it's easier once they're dead. How long have we been here? I'm not sure. Sounded like me. This field doesn't make any sense. I'll name one thing in here that does. You think this is just chance? We're all here for a reason. Oh my god. And we're back. We are back. So, I enjoyed this one. 
I'm uh, glad. And and I was a little surprised because I I was a fairly big fan of the uh, the novella version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, again, novella. Um, it it was longer and it did have a good ending. Uh, a ending in in general from a Stephen King work is a little odd, but that, it that had would, a decent no, that's, one. That's the Joe Hill part. Well, uh, that's it. son. <laughs> son, could you? Could you go ahead and take care of this ending for me, son? Ugh, <laughs> uh, with that gremlin face looking at you. Okay, Dad, Jesus. Just don't stop. don't slap me like you did on the se- the set of... Uh, creep Show. Creep Show. He didn't, he didn't slap him on Creep Show. He did look like he got slapped, and then apparently uh, took Joe Hill to McDonald's with the makeup still on to where it looked like he got slapped, and Joe Hill was screaming about getting his ice cream sundae, and... In the McDonald's parking lot, and everybody's looking at Stephen King like he's a terrible father. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, so we start out. Uh, we actually have um, two people on the road uh, in the middle of a very grassy area, like a bunch of fields in Kansas, right? Is what we said, or where was it? It's so it's got to be the center of. It's got to be Kansas because it's in the center of the center. Is what uh, one of the characters says later on. Uh, this is, we are introduced to uh, Becky and Cal. Becky is being played by, uh, yeah, see, I told you. Uh, Lisa. I think it's Layla. Sala. It says it right there. I know. I, I, think, it's, I think it's pronounced Layla. Lisa. La. Lisa? Lay- oh, maybe La- it's Lisa. 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 Lisa Del Oliveira. Yeah. Yeah. God damn, that's terrible. Anyways, we're just going to call her we're Becky. We're just going to call her Becky. Yeah. Becky with the good hair. Uh, and then we also got Cal, who I didn't bother looking up his thing just because he had that terrible, like, really tight, really kind of, he like, kinky like, hair. He looked just... like the brother from uh, Two and a Half Men. He, oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Like, the, uh, the, like the, the loser one, yeah. <laughs> the, who can't ever... The, the, yeah. the one who was the guy... Who was in uh, the God? Not it was the the movie with uh, Jennifer Connelly, and he was the um, uh, the dude who was like working at the uh, it's business opportunities. Uh, Nineteen ninety one. Uh, Jennifer Connelly and him inside the Target. Oh, yeah, that's him. He was in like a lot, I think he was in Mannequin oh. Two. Isn't he Ducky? Yeah, uh, no, no, he's not Ducky. Oh, that's uh, I thought he was Ducky for the longest time, but he's not. You know, fuck, I gotta look this up now. Uh, but anyway, yes, they are traveling down the it's road. It's not that guy, but it looks like that guy. Yes. Uh, he is just, like, a poofy, kinky hair. Drives me nuts, like, the whole time. Because he's also got this, like, really thin shirt on. And it pissed me off. And I don't know why. I don't know Like, why everything about that shirt just made me unhappy. Uh, I was like, dude, <laughs> I hate you. Everything about that character, though, was off-putting. Because uh, I, I don't know if they meant for it to be that way. Or if it was like, ah, yes, that's the explanation that we have. Because the whole point is is that Becky and Cal are brother and sister. They are driving out in the middle of nowhere. Becky is, uh, I guess... She's six months pregnant. She's three months before her due date. So, yeah, six months yeah. pregnant. Uh, I was doing the math because I don't think they ever said how far along. Six she months. They're like, she I've did. got three months. I've got three months. No, no. I was like, oh, she, she, she did? said six months, yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's when uh, they hear... Uh, she she gets nauseous by watching Cal eat, which he's like one handing a like a like God it was like a Big Mac it was so it was like a, a one of those burgers that you're supposed to sit down to eat but he's got it all in his hand and he's like just shoving it into his mouth and she gets she's like oh oh I I don't feel great I I feel like it's morning sickness I should be over it I'm like first off 
you're not going to get over morning sickness that easily. Uh, it doesn't matter what time of the day it is. But uh, secondly, anybody would have been disgusted by watching that man eat that, that burger that way. It was yeah, terrible. It was kind of gross. So they pull over to let her throw up. Mm. She throws up. Uh, they're they're talking a little bit. And at this point, uh, you kind of think that they may be together. We don't we don't know their relationship yet. I So um, I thought it was either, you know, an ex-boyfriend who thought he could get back into the, the picture or uh, like her gay best friend. Because that was the like she's got zero affection towards him. Like, you know, zero romantic feel. Like, you know, you can see an actress doing that. Like, they'll they'll turn to a person. All the body language will say, yes, I'm in love with this person. Yeah. But he was doing that. And she was like, uh-huh, that's real nice. You're so pretty. Tap, tap, tap on the shoulder. You know, that kind of deal. And I was like, oh, ew, all this is icky. So so then this is whenever, uh, so we actually see that she's reading a book. We don't know which book it is yet, but she's reading a book. Um, and then she hears... Uh, a young boy yelling in the grass Katie, next to them. Help me. Help me. I'm stuck in the grass. I can't find anything in this grass. It's so so grassy in here. I'm lost. Why, why don't help you walk me. into the grass? Help me. Just come on into this grass. That's kind just, of what the grass is just doing. Just walk into the grass. Just get your, your bitch ass in the grass. So... So anyway, so they decide uh, at this point, uh, Cal and Becky both decide that they are going to go into the grass to see if they can th- find this kid whose name is Tobin. Um, uh, he, uh, before he wrote the spirit guide. So. Yeah, Tobin's spirit guide. Yay. Uh, and so they they go in and we, they're looking and looking. We also ha- hear another person. I guess this is Tobin's mom's like, Tobin, Tobin, don't shut up, Tobin. Tobin, leave him alone, Tobin. And nope. <laughs> So it's like, okay. Uh, that's when uh, they're just like, ah, screw it. We'll go ahead and walk in. And they do. They walk into the middle of the grass and they keep going. And there is a lot of grass. This grass is the most grassy grass I've ever seen. I don't know what they found or if it like half of that was even real grass. Like they were like, we need to find a, a place of like actual grass. It was gorgeous. It was amazing. It pissed me off. Like I'm just sitting there going, like, why I, did it make you mad? I I wanted to get into a combine and just mow it. That would <laughs> well, that would this make would the entire a lot of issues. state smell like like mown grass. Like that uh, that was that that's much such a great smell grass in there. And it's just I, I think it's just that like OCD part of me where I'm just going like. That that grass is far too high. That needs to be cut. That needs to be cut now. It needs okay. to go down. Well, needs, you definitely need to remember that. Oh, the HOA is going to send us a message on this one. You definitely need to remember that every other weekend whenever it's your turn to mow the grass. Yeah, when we start having grass, True. then I'll worry about it. So, uh, so that happens. They go in. You hear Tobin. You hear Tobin's mom. They are running through. They get lost. They're trying to find each other. Is this whole spiel. And they, they start doing this like... Uh, kind of Marco Polo thing where they oh, oh it was really interesting they jump up to see each other and they're like maybe 10 15 feet away from each other and then they jump up again and then they're way further away from each they're other they're like half the field away and they, they haven't moved at all they just jump up once and then they jump up again and they're like 10 times uh, further away from each other than they were before uh, so it's, it's like wow that's cool they find a dog a uh, uh, dead dog. Yes. yes. Uh, the the a very dead dog. Very dead dog. Uh, and then they find. Um, oh, uh, I think this is when we're introduced to uh, Patrick Wilson's character in here. Yes. Because uh, that's when she's walking around. She can't find anything, and then she runs into Patrick Wilson as Ross, who is Tobin's daddy. 
It was amazing. His acting is so damn good in this movie. It was a really kind of... You know what it was? It was um, Stepfather to me. It was uh, uh, Terry... Who am Terry I here? O'Quinn's, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was that moment where he does the "Who am I here?" the whole time because at no point, even when he go, he flips the switch to being evil, like he's not losing that kind of like corporate go getter kind yeah. of be like feel he had going on. His real estate agent uh, voice. Uh it's at this point that she starts following Ross. We switch over to Cal, who finds a dirty Tobin, uh, and Tobin's like, "Oh." Oh, hey guys, how's it going? And he's just like, uh, what the? Yeah, no, it's, it, I can help you find her. You know, it's really easy to find things that are dead in here. What? Yeah, the grass doesn't move around. What? <laughs> and he's just like, he's okay. Like, and he goes, do you know where Becky is? Becky? Oh, yeah. Actually, I can just show you where she is. Here, follow me. Yep. So Cal starts to follow Tobin all throughout the grass until he gets led to a very big rock. It's a huge rock. Uh, and it's, it's a spooky rock. It's got, uh, and, and I remember this from the novella where it was described as this monolithic, just piece of, of crap rock. You know, it's, it's not like there's, it's in this one, it seems very much like just a random rock out of the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and that's what they were able to produce for the show. It was very goofy looking, um, but it also had that very ominous feel at the same time. It really did, and the music—the music also helped a lot. The they, music had a, had a had a big job to do with this movie. One of the things that they also were able to do uh, fairly well was uh, one they kept the yeah the sound was amazing in this whole thing mm-hmm. because they kept the the rustling of the grass, the constant rustling of the grass, and I think that was designed to actually be off putting. Well, and it's so funny because it is, but it's even more off-putting whenever it stops. It stops, yeah. Because then you're like, oh, God, it's so quiet. Oh, oh, why did it stop? What happened? Uh, and they they do a really good job on the rock itself because the rock has these little pictograms. The pictograms are not of any one group. It doesn't look Viking. It doesn't look anything like particular, but it looks old, which is a fairly hard thing to do with these kind of, of props because you you gotta look make it look aged yeah and then you gotta make it look you know unreal and real at the same time you know what it kind of reminded me of a little bit was the fifth element uh figuring yeah yeah, yeah a little bit just like it. a little bit but like it. the evil version of that like yeah. the, ah these are the fifth element figurines from mordor there they are <laughs> they speak the black tongue um this is when uh, he's about to touch it. And so many times Cal is about to touch this, this rock. He's about to grab a hold of this rock and he's interrupted by it. Uh, which is when he, yeah, he, Becky starts screaming from the distance. So he turns around and he starts running, uh, to it. And I think that's when he's attacked or she's attacked. Like something happens to where Becky's like, attacked jumps. and that's why she yeah. starts screaming. Because she gets attacked by the, by the, the wife. The wife, that's mm-hmm. right. By, by Tobin's mom. We found, uh, in the meantime, while, while Cal is running around, Becky finds runs across a fanny pack on the ground with a bunch of cuticle scissors and some other stuff. Uh, and then a, like a ripped piece of matted hair. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, the thing I'm kind of wondering now was, was that her hair? Or was that... The mom's hair. The mom's, I think, because she, nobody it, had a nobody had a fanny pack. Yeah, but uh, that hair was brown, not uh, black like the mom's. The mom's it hair could, was super black. Well, it could have been Tobin. Tobin had like blondish brown hair. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't, uh, or it could have been Becky's hair. Uh, because uh, yeah. it, you know, causality has oh, no. Maybe. Yeah. You know, 
<laughs> Cause and effect? <laughs> what are you talking about? This movie is a serious... It'll mess with your mind quite a bit. This I is even... actually... Since it's the second time I've watched it, I understood it a lot more. And I actually appreciated it a lot more than the first time I watched it. I actually kind of like it, too. Because it's it's one of those things... But, but that's a continuity error. And then somebody goes, yeah. And? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, the whole time. Sure. This is like, you want to try to figure this out? You want to figure out how the how past is, is happening? You know, because we... we our our whole deal is to deal with you know things in a cause effect sequence and when you start playing with that especially in in literature but especially in being able to do it with a movie to do it as visual uh it's way more fun mm -hmm. yeah john could not figure this one out which i appreciate oh, because i knew what was going to happen but i uh, i didn't know if everybody was going to make it out um and it was interesting to see what happened with this uh, but I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's at this point now that uh, Becky has been attacked and Cal is also attacked. I think he, oh, he gets attacked by one of the, the grass people, right? Or something like that. Something jumps out at him. Uh, and he's like, ah! Uh, and then it's shifting times. We go over and we hang out with Travis, who is uh, Becky's baby daddy. Uh, and he's looking for... He's looking for Cal and Becky. At a uh, Alex gas station. The only reason why I mentioned that was because I thought it was cute that he's sitting outside next to gas pumps smoking. Uh, and then holds up uh, the picture of the two uh, who are missing. And he goes, hey, can you tell me where these two people are? Uh, he is then driving. And he finds the field. Uh, he finds, uh, I guess, Cal's car. Mm -hmm, which is... It has been there for yes. a long time. So right long now. that the nasty-ass hamburger that uh, Cal was eating has gotten all maggoty. <laughs> which I'm like, I don't think that... With the amount of preservatives that people put in those foods, I don't think that would be happening. Honestly, who knows? Especially if it was closed in. Unless the fly got inside somehow. It probably did. Anyway. Uh, it's at that point he starts... He, he just walks in, right? That's right. He doesn't even... like the, the he, way He that, sees the book. That's right. He sees the book. He sees Jane Eyre, the copy of Jane Eyre off to the side, and he decides to walk in. But there's no, like, Tobin yelling, like, hey, you guys gotta help me. You yeah, know, he, just, he just sees the book with Becky's name in it. And, he's just and that's like, why he's like, oh, ah, shit, like, this is Becky's book. I will walk into this grass. But he does get grab his backpack, a bottle of water. He has things in his backpack where, I mean, it seems like he's at least... He, relatively prepared well and, you know he's i mean he's looking around for her but he's also got the uh the wherewithal to go ahead and start bending and breaking some of these stalks of grass it doesn't help but at least he's trying yes. something because we later on see that every time he's done these little twists which he does them in a very interesting way he actually knots them instead of like just snapping them so i i like that too because mm -hmm. it's such a like even if they broke and you couldn't tell situation you should be able to tell the knot. Yeah. Uh, but he, he didn't have to deal with that. It uh, <laughs> They they unknotted themselves and poofed back out. Uh, it's at this point he stumbles. He's just stumbling. Just can't find anything. He looks and he finds Tobin, who's like, hey, man, how's it going? It's it's good to see you, Travis. He's like, uh... How do you know who what? I am? And he goes, yeah, we've met. We've you don't remember thought? me? You Tobin, mean? you don't remember me? And he's like, "Come on, bro. I have no idea who you are. And so he's like, I need to. And he goes, yeah, you're looking for Becky, right? And he's like, oh, my God, where is it? Do you know where Becky is? Yeah. I don't know if I want to show her to you, though. I don't know if you want to see her. And he's like, no, no, you need to show me where Becky is. Okay. Okay. And he does. He f takes her out, finds Becky, and Becky is dead. 
by like super dead, like super dead. And it's interesting because he does later on say that she's been missing for about two months. And when you think of it that way, there's absolutely no way she'd be as emaciated as she was in two months as she was there. Kind of, I think. I, she was quite mummified, which probably wouldn't happen inside of that place because it was really wet it was super wet so she'd be all moldy and bloaty so that's kind of interesting that (laughs) it would happen that way um but yes uh tobin is is like disappears at that point he starts having a breakdown the night moves on he picks uh travis picks up the uh the crab (laughs) like the crab necklace that 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 becky Becky had so i was like okay it's a crab necklace cool that's that's neat uh, and, uh, the day turns into night. There's a lot of just transitions and big transitions, long transitions. This is beautifully shot. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, it is amazingly beautiful. Uh, Craig Wroblowski or something like that? I, I don't even know. But he was the cinematographer. And what he was doing on this one was very much, it felt like an 824 movie. It did. Uh, it was it was shot very, very well. It wide was very screen, pretty. big... Like oh gosh, the rain of, scene. Um, yes, the rain, the constant, and they did that a bunch of times too. And then the zoom in on the water, the flies. Uh, they did a really good job. Uh, it was it was amazing to see some of the stuff that was happening in this because it, it's hard to make this interesting. Yeah, because it's and it's la- a bunch it, of people it, running around in grass, long. and it's 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 a ninety no. It's about ninety minutes. Oh, yeah. okay, so it's a little it's a little over. But, well, Depending like on which version you watch, yeah, I think I think it's like, an hour like and 30. a longer one. Uh, but it's uh, I swear ours was longer, but eh. yeah, it's it's, it's, well, it's I think it was about an hour forty five when we were watching, so that might have been the um, the extended cut or whatever. It is still good. That's the whole point: is that it's really hard to make a movie that's this long about grass mm-hmm. really good to and, wherever it keeps you interested. And they made the grass menacing that, and without having to do the the tee hee hee parts. That they kept doing later on, but Which that was after creepy. they explained it. Yeah. Which are still creepy. Um, at this point, Travis is kind of, you know, weak and tired and doesn't know what to do. And he starts hearing people talking from outside on the road. And he realizes that it's Tobin and their dog. And he can kind of hear Tobin's family running in there, including Ross, who was with Becky last. Uh, Freddy, uh, the dog, just runs right into the grass. God damn it. Uh, Travis is screaming out, like, hey, 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 you know, Tobin, is that you? Tobin, is that you? And every, Tobin's like, yeah, it's me. And he runs in to go get the the, gra- the, the dog. Well, because Tobin's like, he's saying my name, Mom. Like, that's really weird. He's creeping me out. And, uh, Patrick Wilson is, like, sitting there like, no, no, you, you gotta understand, I'm not overcharging you on this. Uh, I'm, I am the guy. I'm gonna sell you this house at, at a great price. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get back into the office. Yeah, he's he's real estating like crazy. Business, business, business. Thank God my wife has the fanny pack on her because if I didn't have that fanny pack near me, I wouldn't have my cuticle cutters. <laughs> it was that it's kind of so weird. weird. And he had this weird little mustache on the whole time. The mustache, too. I think, is what I bothered like, me. Meh. Yeah, it's weird. It's because it was super thin. It was it was so creepy. Uh, but yes, so uh, Freddie runs in uh, trying to chase after Tobin. Uh, it's at that point that Natalie, the mother, runs in as well. Uh, and then uh, Ross goes like, I, I, I guess I'm going to go in there too. And he starts walking around and getting pissed off. They all get split up quickly. At like right towards the beginning. Like they just all get split straight up. out, yeah. Uh, and it's so bad because Travis is sitting there going like, wait, if you guys are outside of the grass, do not come into the grass. <laughs> and Ross is like, a little late for that, buddy. I was like, oh, that sucks. Uh, 
they start walking around, kind of rumbling, and that's when Ross uh, kind of finds the rock again. Uh, and it's like, you know, Which a we moment. assume is wherever he's touching the rock for the first time. Uh, giving it a touch. And, yeah, he, he bad touches that rock and gets all kinds of whim-whammed and goes bonkers. Yep. He goes bonkers. Uh, this is when uh, we see that Cal and Becky are back in okay, which seems a little odd. Uh, but this also looks like this is the first time that they've been doing anything because we hear her doing her little limerick at the very beginning. With the weenie. And this and is Jim. when Travis is also able to hear them as well. So, yeah, uh, time has no meaning. Uh, up is down, left is right. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, which and- Tobin is act- Tobin actually found Freddy, yeah. who's dead. Which he's yelling at Travis, "Hey, I found Freddy!" And he's like, "Stay right there because the grass doesn't move the dead things. Yes. Stay there." And he he says, "Just keep calling out. That way we can all find you because yeah, the grass won't move the dead stuff, and therefore if you're right next to the dead stuff, you'll be able to be found." Which he does. He does a decent job. And everybody shows up and Cal is super protective of his sister to a creepy extent. Uh, and I was actually like, so no, that's, that's gotta be her boyfriend. Like, or, or like her, yeah, no. her it, friend. And it's, and it's not, brought up, it's brought up later. The yeah, awkward, the awkward relationship. Super creepy. Uh, so yes, though, uh, they are able to find him. Uh, they, they, uh, I guess at that point, that's when they're trying to explain everything. Becky is just like, what are you doing here? He's like, what do you mean? What am I doing here? I came here to look for y'all. How'd you get here before us? I, it's been two months. What are you talking about? She's like, uh, he's like, we left two days ago to go to San Diego. He goes, no, it's been two months. Yeah. That's why I'm here. I'm trying to find you. And this is whenever Ross pops up. Yeah. It's like, hey guys, how's it going? Uh, that was, uh, we, we also have that whole moment where, um, oh God, she explains that she was going to give up the baby, right? Or was that? Yes. Uh, they, yeah. Uh, they weren't going to, uh, so. Or- no, no, I think that was later that on. Was later that on. was later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Because that was yeah. in the that was in the bowling alley, I think. Yeah. Uh, which also complete change from the uh, the whole thing. But yes, uh, he we do go kind of over the fact that uh, he did want you to abort the baby kind of situation. Um, we uh, uh, kind of get this moment where it, I so they don't run into the dad yet because they immediately Travis takes the thing that I've been screaming at the. Uh, the TV for oh, 20 minutes right. to do and puts the child on his uh, back to hold him up. And that way, on Tobin, his shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tobin can see out uh, around the place and he is able to see the bowling alley that's out there. Uh, so they begin to move towards it. Um, this is when they start having different, you know, talks and then they're like, Oh yes, I'm going to uh, San Diego. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and they are going to go ahead and, get there the entire time becky's been having trouble with her with the baby it's like constantly causing her to to the point i was getting a little sick of it because every 10 seconds this girl is walking around she's like Ooh, but i'm like okay i get it i'm sorry your baby like look this is not the time i'm sorry but then again i don't know how babies work so if it's you know kicking you or punching you or becoming entangled with grass like it does in this one because apparently she was walking over some grass and the grass went up because we see the blood that was coming off the back of her leg and the grass entwining around the child. I think she was about to have a miscarriage. I, I think, think that was the... Maybe that's what it was going on. It was a little odd. Because that would explain like a lot of the pain and stuff like that yes. that she was having. So. And I think the grass was trying to do that a bunch of times. 
Uh, she drops. Uh, that's when Cal and everybody else runs back over to him. And that's when Ross comes out. Yeah, and then and gives he, her CPR. Like, yeah, which I guess she just needed CPR. Because uh, she was having heat stroke and a couple other things. It was a beautifully done bit, though, with the whole the grass, you know, rubbing up against the baby uh, inside. Uh, it, you know, there was this, this blood plume on the sky, too, mm-hmm. that happened at the same time. Uh, and it could be that that just is, was continuously happening, you know, that she was, it was miscarrying the baby as well. Um, because, well, we'll find out in a little bit. Um, they, uh, he does CPR on them. Uh, they, Ross, uh, is like, oh, hey, I know a good way to get out of here. He's like, no, no, we're going towards the building. They pop the kid back up on its shoulders and, nope, lost the building. And Ross is like, no, don't worry, we'll, we'll totes find this. Uh, so they do. They ro- follow Ross. Ross takes him to the rock, kind of explains it. Uh, that's when Ross's wife comes out and says, no, no, don't touch the rock. I saw my husband murdering Becky. And everyone's like, wait, what? And Ross is like, oh, you want, you want the hard sell. I see how this goes. Don't worry, bro. You thought I was trying to give you the easy sell just because I was a I couldn't give you the hard sell. Oh, I'm gonna give you the hard sell, but first I gotta deal with my wife. And he walks over to like he he starts trying to fight people. Oh, uh, Travis uh, tries to fight him uh, and gets his arm broken. Patrick Wilson like dislocates his shoulder like very quickly just and boop, right right out of his socket. And just Cal boop. just sat there like watching it happen the whole time. Mind you, Cal hates, you know, Travis anyway. So and he's, he's trying a- to tell Becky like, hurry up, we gotta go, hurry up. We have to run, especially away from Travis. Yeah. So Travis is the main threat here. Not, not, or not Travis. Uh, yeah, Travis is the main threat, not Ross, who's breaking Travis's arm. Yeah. So um, Ross gets up, uh, goes over to his wife and just has her like in a in a in a death grip basically, and then he and then he puts his hands up against the side of her head, and so everyone's like, "No, don't do it!" And you know, um, what's this? What's the boy's name? Tobin. Tobin. Tobin's like, "No, daddy, don't hurt mom!" And he's like, "It's okay, son. It's all grass. It's all just grass. You'll yeah, see." So apparently, the the flesh is all grass. Uh, and it was kind of an odd kind of situation, but yeah, uh, Patrick Wilson, uh, with a smile on his face, pulps uh, his wife's head. Just, uh, just, just squeezes whoosh. it like an orange. I, I was, I was surprised because uh, he he did a really good job on that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, just just smoosh. <laughs> like, huh? Okay. Uh, it's at that point that uh, they, everyone's running. Yeah, they decide to to get the hell out of there. Uh, they are able to find uh, the bowling alley. Yep. Uh, they run to the bowling alley and they get inside. They block off everything. Oh, they follow Freddy. That's right. The dog shows up again. Oh, that was so weird. So the dog shows up again. Actually, leads them to the bowling alley. Everyone runs in except for the dog. The dog doesn't. The dog stays outside. Yeah, the dog is like, hell no, I ain't going that way. But everyone uh, runs in, blocks the door. They're having like this big long conversation. Um, you know, Travis is like, this is all my fault. And then Cal's like, yeah, yeah, you know what, you're right, it is all your fault. And he's like, you know what, Cal, how about we talk about the fact that you are in love with your sister and not in a brotherly way. Yeah, it's really creepy. Please stop. And that's when Cal decides to start punching people, uh, which was like, this is not the time. They get a phone call from uh, a Becky from the past uh, telling Future? them. Future? Or future? Future past? Future, future Becky. 
they get a they get a non continuity Becky calling them saying don't let Cal hurt Travis, uh, stay with him. Oh God, oh God. Uh, it's at this point that uh, she decides. Oh, uh, Patrick Wilson starts trying to bust down the door like Kool Aid Man. They run upstairs. They get onto the roof. They're able to see that the road is about. God, maybe like 20 feet through some more grass, but they know that if they go into the grass, they can't get out. Uh, they see Freddy, who is, I guess what, I don't know what happened to the dog after that, because the dog is just sitting outside now. Well, well so so Freddy actually oh, guess, runs through, yeah. so he runs to one section of the grass, disappears, and they're like, where the hell did he go? And they look, and he is in the road. Yeah, Like, he's right. on, he's outside of the grass now, because oh. they found a hole. And to do the actual looking at the dog, uh, unfortunately, Travis had to grow, grab a hold of part of a sign. Uh, and in doing so, it breaks. Cal grabs him, and then let's go. Because Cal's a dick. Uh, it's at this point that uh, Patrick Wilson pops out through uh, a different hole uh, in the... Uh, the, the, grass. the the roof. Oh yeah, um, sorry. And he pops out there. Uh, he's like, "There's holes everywhere, Cal, baby." Uh, and that's when everybody runs downstairs. They run back into the grass, so they're screwed. Uh, and the only person who doesn't get away from, at this point is Cal, uh, who starts getting choked out. And Patrick Wilson does this whole bit where he's going, "No, you, you know, you're thinking that if you you had turned left instead of right, you would have made it, uh, or if you you know like, but you got to understand." You did turn left, and sometimes you turned right, and sometimes uh, you went straight ahead and you didn't do anything. But here's the thing: here you always die. That's the point. And as he's choking the shit out of Cal, Cal looks to the side, and there's a whole mess of dead cows, just like a long like string, eight, like eight dead cows. Yeah, in different like like stages of of death. So yeah, he's he's been killing them a lot. We get, I think that was the point when I realized that, oh, he's been murdering everybody for like a long time. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's a lot of dead. Um, it's at this point that, uh, the rain starts up and they decide that, uh, uh, Becky starts trying to run and then she gets grabbed by the grass people who are like, We've seen him a couple of times oh, where they're so wearing cool, the grass like on their face, face reads, but she smacks off one of them, and it turns out that inside, like the heads are gone, and there's just more grass. Uh, they decide to crowd surf her down to the rock. Uh, the rain keeps coming down, and uh, she's like freaking out. She's starting to look at the rock. The rock has these little markings about what's happening. Uh, she starts having a premature birth. Uh, and the rock opens up like it, it like so the, it, it the opens soil up, drops yeah. down at the bottom of it, and you see what is actually and and it's not just a rock. The rock is actually it looks more like a tree, like it has roots. It's and like grass, and sure, it's grass roots. And you know, so it it's but underneath all of these roots are bodies, like people like people who are yeah. Some of them are dead. Some of them are skeletons. Some of them are people who are okay, and they're all trying to crawl up. Uh, and it's, uh... It looks like purgatory. Yeah, or it's just thems. Like, that was one of the things that I was wondering. Oh, like, I was wondering if it was them. just them. Like, just the, the hundreds of thousands of versions of them. And it could have been thems who touched the rock. True. Yeah, that was the other thing that I was wondering. It's like, are all these the versions of them that touched the rock and they continuously kept going back and back? I have no idea. 
Uh, but it's at this point that she kind of, like, passes out. After uh, she kind of has the baby? I guess is what happened. Um, she wakes up with Cal, like, giving her water. And then... Passes like, out again. Yeah. And then she wakes up because Cal's feeding her something. And Cal is, like, sitting there, like, with huge dilated pupils and no shirt. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, and she's just, like, what are you feeding me? And he's like, grass, it's all just grass. It's all grass, it's all grass. Uh, turns out, nope, uh, that was Baby. not... Yeah, uh, it wasn't uh, It wasn't Cal, it was Ross. And Ross was feeding her baby. Her baby. Yeah. It was... It was nasty. It was... Uh, it made my, my heart hurt and made me sick, but... That, oh, we forgot the part where um, she got grabbed by Ross uh, earlier. Uh, oh, and he was making, like, sexy advances? Yeah, he's like, uh, I'm going to strip you down on top of the rock and, you know, it likes... Have my way. Yeah, it likes blood, but it likes tears, too. The old rock like that. Uh, and that's when she found the... Uh, Cuticle scissors. And stabs it into his eyes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. She stabs him in one of his eyes, and he's like, that's okay. I don't need this stinking eye anyway. I could see better without it. Helps, you know, not doing it. Helps clear uh, things up. It's at this point that... Uh, Tobin finds Travis, I think. Yes. Tobin finds Travis because Travis just wakes up on the ground. He's like, oh, shit. Uh, and he crawls in, into the uh, the grass trying to find uh, Becky. Uh, it's at this point that Tobin finds him. Uh, and because uh, he, he kind of crawls out, he finds Becky. And Tobin's like, my daddy killed the baby again or something like that. It's like, and he's going to kill the rest of us. And that's when he's he's watching us right now. He's like, what are, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And then turns out Patrick Wilson was behind him the whole time and then starts beating the living shit out of him. Uh, it's at this point that uh, uh, he is able to kind of fend him off with the Becky, you know, dying of her wounds uh, comes up and... Uh, Oh no, that's she right. She stabs his eye with the crap necklace. I think I think right before that was when um Patrick he, Wilson stabs. He grabs a bone, a broken bone out of the dirt. Like he reaches his arms into the dirt, pulls out a bone and then stabs Travis. Yeah. And that's when Becky comes out of nowhere and she slashes Patrick Wilson's eyes. Patrick Wilson can no longer see. Becky falls down. Uh, that's when Travis grabs a hold of Patrick, uh, Patrick Wilson's Wilson head and just like, starts smashing the hell out of it on the rock. And uh, he's like, ah, oh, they're both fighting, fighting, fighting. Finally, Travis pulls out a whole bunch of grass reeds, and then he just strangles the shit out of Patrick Wilson with mm -hmm. the grass reeds. And the grass is, like, unhappy about that. It's like, no! You can kind of hear it. Um, That's when Ross is kind of tired of this shit. Ross dies. Or not yeah. Ross. Uh, so Ross, Ross dies. Yeah. Travis is tired of this shit. Uh, and he's like, you know what? Screw this noise. So he starts trying to go towards the rock. This is when Tobin is like, no, no, you, if you touch the rock, you'll never leave. Uh, but Travis does it. He grabs a hold of the rock. He sees the rock in its entirety. He knows the rock. He loves the rock. Uh, and he knows that he needs to get people the hell out of there. Because he is never going to make it out. But Tobin doesn't belong there. So he actually and gets... And neither does Becky. Yep. So he gets Tobin to, to follow him out. Uh, and in doing so... Uh, he is able to uh, uh, throw him into a room, which turns out to be connected to the church that was on the outside of the uh, the the grass to begin with. 
Uh, it's at this point that Tobin walks out uh, and he sees that it's... Uh, Becky and Cal before they go yeah. into the grass. And they can hear Tobin in the background like yelling for help. So Tobin runs up as, and he hauls ass. I was really worried that it was going to be like one of those like situations that where we're at cemetery or something. Yeah, or just the fact that he like runs towards the. Uh, the I, I did think about that too. Like I thought he was going to get hit, but yeah. Originally, but, whenever I first thought, I was like, "Oh my god, he's going to get hit by a truck!" I didn't think that he was going to be able to make it in time. Was the thing, oh, that okay. was, and they would somehow get it back in there, and he'd be like, "No." Uh, but that is not what happens. He runs over and, and like quick as a flash, gets in front of her. It's like, "No, you need to not go in there." And like he's like, no, no, we don't go in there, don't go in there, don't, don't do it. And for some reason, Cal's like, huh, that's really weird. I'm gonna go in there anyway. So he starts to walk towards the freaking grass. It was so weird. I had no idea what the hell he was doing because in the first one, it was Becky who went in there, and no, Cal went in first. Cal went in there yes. first. Oh Cal my went in god! First. Yeah, he's an Cal idiot. Cal is an idiot. Yeah. So so Becky so um Tobin gives Becky this necklace that Travis had given her the one with the little crab, and he's like, "Here, Travis wanted me to give this to you," and he said, "Don't go in there." And so she's like, "Travis is in there." He's like, "Yes, don't go in there." And Becky goes, uh, "Like Cal, stop." And Cal, uh, just not being able to say no to his sister wife or whatever the hell. Uh, so, oh, oh, of course not. I won't go in there, honey. Wait. Ew. <laughs> yeah, so creepy. Um, but no, it, it stops it, and, uh, they decide to get the hell out of there, and they decide actually to drive back to Topeka, which is back the way they came. Uh, which has either removed all of this or something. So, I think what happened is that because Travis led him out and he stopped him from going in, it literally ended the entire timeline right there. So they never went in. They never got killed. The baby never got eaten. The baby made it to full term. Could be. Travis never went in. I wonder if Travis ever got his redemption from that, though. Because the only reason why he even had anything going on with uh, Becky at the end of it was, uh, was because he went to go find them. So I'm wondering if that ever happened. True. Um... And, you know, I'm wondering if because Patrick Wilson and his family were, it had to have already been there. Although I don't remember seeing, because, so the original timeline when they pull in uh, at the very beginning, or at least the one that we see first with uh, Cal and, and uh, Becky. Becky doing it d just to go find Tobin the first time, uh, the church parking lot that they go into is very empty. Well, they're, they're so it's funny because they showed a scene Whenever they pulled up and it was a lot of people in the church parking lot. And then whenever Cal actually goes and pulls his car in, there doesn't look to be that many cars. Yeah. That was so weird, they did, right? So they did mess up on that part. Okay. I think, Maybe that was a continuity I thing. think. Um, but then later on, you know, you can see Patrick Wilson's car, the car that they get out of. And, and everything Patrick Wilson like gets that. out when Travis gets out. Though, yeah. Because like, the, Travis's truck is already there. Um, so, yeah. That was that was weird. I wanted, I I like to think that, no, they don't. Because of the causality thing, they're just constantly there. This is not a Bioshock situation where if you destroy the one timeline or you kill enough of your Elizabeth is, uh, that you uh, you somehow stop it from happening. Uh, I like the idea that they are just constantly, there's still people getting tormented in there. Hmm. Because The Rock doesn't care. The Rock says, yep. I want to know what The Rock is. Sucks. Uh, it, in the novella, I think it was a pagan deity. Or really? it was just something. Huh. 
It was just there. It was old. That I mean, was it makes why. sense if it was a deity. Because, I mean, the the people, the grass people did worship it. Yes. So, huh, interesting. And All it right. was, it was just, it was the old grass. So what are you going to, where are you going to rate this one? Uh, this one, I am going to go ahead and give, I, I liked it a lot. I am, I'm probably, I don't want to say it's a nine because it wasn't like kabam. Uh, like, it's just like, wow, that was the greatest, like a great, great movie. Uh, I am going to go ahead and give this, I know I always give things like seven or eights. So I'm going to give this an eight. This was a lot of fun for me. Uh, I loved the visuals. I loved everything else that was going on with it. Uh, I could have had a little less Cal. I think Patrick, this is probably one of the best, um, just acting things. That, Roles that, from Patrick Wilson. Yeah I, yeah. I don't, I've never been intimidated by him. Uh, this one, he was actually somewhat intimidating. Hmm. What about you, honey? What are you going to give it? Uh, I'm actually going to give it an 8 out of 10 as well. Um, this is not obviously my favorite movie, but it is not a bad moody movie in any way, shape, or form. It's very good. It's shot very well. The music is amazing. It has a lot going for it. In fact, you know what? I'll give it an 8.5 out of 10. No, it's an 8 or a 9. <laughs> no, no points. You don't do points. Uh, this is fine. an IMDb. Okay, all right. So it's 8 out of 10 uh, Dead Freddies. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it, it was a lot of fun. And really, Netflix doesn't have enough, like, horror movies They don't on have it. good horror movies no. on it. But we did find one other one that I think that you may like, which we'll talk about okay. later. We'll go ahead and talk about that one later. But uh, if you have any recommendations, you have a, a movie on Netflix that you think is going to be great. You have movies on other things which for some reason we have like a year free of a lot of different streaming systems now yeah uh you know let us know reach out to us uh give us a email email is esat3am at gmail.com uh just let us know just put in your subject hey guys how's it going tap it to tap type my i don't know my name's tom how's your mama how's your mom uh you can also uh reach out to us on our website uh that's uh, esat3am.com uh, Facebook and Twitter at ESAT3AM uh, or reach out to us, leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3AM. We would love to hear your melodious voice. Hey, we'd love to hear it. Uh, but until next time, we will see y'all later. Yep. See you soon. Bye.